today. U.S. prosecutors want January 6th rioters to pay for all of the damages that they caused to the Capitol. And also, uh, Joe Biden comes out against establishing a presidential commission to investigate all of this. It's weird because he said he wanted it and then he didn't. And uh, I'm just wondering when the left is going to eat him alive. We've got a lot coming up today and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and White Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. It is finally Friday. Happy Friday. I am joined today by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, who once again dressed up for me in his Nike swoosh hat. It's casual Friday, but I guess that's just my style is casual Friday. It's every casual day. Friday. I don't know about all the other days, but today's Friday, so I'm going with it. Uh, also joined by Eric July, police TV contributor. Who's always casual. I think, Eric, he used you as an excuse, uh. probably, and he was like, if oh, Eric can wear a hat, then I'm going to wear a hat. going to be on, so it's totally fine. Uh, all right, so we've got some stuff to get to today, including the uh, breaking news about Facebook announcing when they are going to reinstate uh, President Donald Trump's former President Donald Trump's accounts. But uh, let's get to this January 6th uh, information here. So U.S. prosecutors this week put a price tag on the damage to the U.S. Capitol from the January 6th breach. And when I say breach, I do mean breach in the sense that we have seen videos that show police officers allowing people in, uh, just kind of casually walking in. So make of that what you will. But they've said it's $1.5 million so far, and they are asking the defendants to cover some of the bill in plea offers. Uh, so they said uh, in one of their uh, plea agreement letters, they said your client acknowledges that the riot that occurred on January 6th uh, caused as of May 17th uh, caused approximately uh, one point and it's like four nine five. So one point five million dollars in damage to the United States Capitol. And this is how they have decided to handle it. Um, it's interesting, you guys, and I, I do want to get your thoughts on this. Obviously, no one here on Blaze TV would be advocating for violence, okay? But it's interesting when we look at how all of this is being handled by the left, how this is being handled by U.S. prosecutors. I seem to recall last summer there was a whole lot of damage and destruction done to uh, not government buildings but private businesses who had nothing to do with uh, any of the reasons why people were out throwing things around. Um, and then here you see, if you were watching, uh, you see this police car being vandalized, beaten, windows being busted out. Um, I don't recall, you know, I may have missed the headlines, but I don't recall any of the BLM rioters uh, being forced to pay or, uh, you know, having a plea agreement to pay all of this money because they uh, they engaged in the damages. Maybe that's because the people weren't even charged to begin with. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Jason? Yeah, um, well... It, it doesn't have anything to do with government buildings, I guess, because government buildings were set ablaze out in Portland, uh, BLM, right. uh, Antifa, both. Well, and you the, saw that cop car. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Police vehicles, uh, government, <laughs> government property galore. Right. Um, it doesn't matter because um, it, 
for them, there's two 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 things that were involved. One, they they did this in the holiest of holies of the country, at least to them. You know, the 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 you know the the sacred ground of Washington D.C. I think Eric would call it the cathedral. cathedral. The cathedral, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, you don't mess with the cathedral. Yeah. Um, you don't. Um, which you know, for the rest of the country, Washington D.C. There's a reason why Washington D.C. was placed in a swamp. Right, because it was so undesirable, they didn't even think that the rest of the country would even care. They didn't want them to care about Washington mm -hmm. D.C. The true, the true spirit of the country is in entrepreneurs. It's in small businesses. It's in the people. So really, it should be exactly flipped. If you mess with that, then you should come after them with full, you know, the, the, the full measures of the law. They should make them, you know, pay. I got no problem with, you know, you know, if you vandalize something, you pay for it. I got no problem with in, right. in DC. Like, let's it wasn't apply all, that equally. Ex exactly, <laughs> for sure. But it, it, I have no problem with people that were smashing the windows, you know, of, of the Capitol building or whatever else they were breaking. Screw them. Let them pay for it. Yeah, like they broke it. You, you know, you pay for it. Yeah. But it absolutely should be, you know, it should be, you know, uh, an equal thing. If, if you do that on the streets of Main Street, USA, um, to businesses, they should pay for it as well. But the problem is they just don't consider us regular people out in regular cities in the United States as being worthy important of it. Enough, right. Important enough, right. Important enough. Yeah, I mean, Eric, when you look at all of this destruction that BLM and all of these riots caught, I mean, look, this place is on fire. I mean, we see this, this is obviously a mostly peaceful protest here at the Minneapolis Police Department, but this is a police department, and still, no one's insisting that any of these people uh, who are actively trying to destroy the building pay for any of the damages. And you know what the response was? Do you remember what the response was? Insurance covers that. Well, that's why you have insurance, you guys. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of these defendants, I'm sure whether or not they actually threw the rocks that broke the windows, uh, are being uh, told that they should be paying for these damages. That was the point that I was just about to bring up. It's funny how that insurance thing goes uh, directly out of the window, yeah. either way they'd be stealing from people to pay for it because they're not producers. <laughs> But it's the textbook gaslighting that they have been doing forever. But you specifically look at this last year. Let's get to the facts, not the opinions here. Objectively speaking, more damage had been done when it came to the riots because they were obviously, it, didn't, it wasn't just limited to Minneapolis. You had Portland, Seattle, you had um, just Dallas, hell. Spots all around the country it was so widespread and I believe they ended up calculating roughly like a couple of billion, few billion maybe, uh, dollars worth of damage. We also know more people died from from those, obviously, than uh, in comparison to what happened at the Capitol. From what I know, and what I've picked up, a lot of what they had initially said was a lie anyway. Seems like Ashley Babbitt may have been the only person that was directly killed in a result of some sort of mm -hmm. conflict that happened at the deal. We know the fire hydrant beating it down with a 500 bride signature mm -hmm. store was a complete fear. This goes to show how they look at you guys as the peasants and they are of course you can't touch them and that's what's interesting to me about government and how the indoctrination runs so deep because they have somehow convinced large swaps of people that when they went and kicked their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk that was not an attack on them that was an attack on me on us they always use these terms our democracy and this is why they want to make such an example of them well i think it has more to do with the political slant that they have as far as why they're clinging on to this as long as they've been clinging on to it but they're able to get away with that because hey 
this is our sacred ground. This is everything that America stands for. It's like, no, that has nothing to do with, with me. Whatever happened over there at the Capitol has nothing to do with me. I don't even like y'all. And y'all made it abundantly clear that y'all don't like, like us either. So where are they getting this information from? Well, it's the gaslighting. And they don't expect that people like us, our viewers maybe, who actually look at things, the world, not for what they want it to be, but for what it actually is. And for what it actually is, is that that is not even anything close to what we had been seeing over the past year. But of course, like you had mentioned, that's their cathedral. You can't attack them, but they'll blow your business up, steal from you, kill you even. And are they going to be expecting, uh, excuse me, mostly peaceful protesters to, I don't know, pay for the foot the bill? Of course not. There was, not. A, there was one of the videos that, that, that came out. Uh, it was inside the actual Senate chamber. I don't know if you remember this. And there was a cop. And he was, he was dealing very well with it. There was like, like two or three other writers in there. And he was like, guys, this is a sacred, sacred place. You know, just letting you guys know. Mm -hmm. You know, don't mess anything up. Mm -hmm. And there was actually one guy that was in there saying, hey, I'm just sitting in here so it doesn't get out of hand. He yeah. was actually saying I was there to protect it, really. Um, but, he, but the cop kept reiterating, this is a sacred, sacred place. And that Gordon. rubbed me the wrong yeah. way. I was like, this is a room, right? That has the collection of some of the worst human beings you and can imagine. And it's not imagine. even up for dispute. The, no! The most criminal people that have yeah. ever, ever breathed. These people probably got into office, with the exception of a few, they were already rich, probably had the same amount, their bank accounts look very similar to mm -hmm. ours. But now it definitely doesn't. They've got Swedish bank accounts. They got Cayman Islands bank accounts for crying out loud. Um, no, I'm sorry. That, that is not a sacred, sacred place. That is a place where the government, which I hate, along with you, brother, of um, which I hate, they get together and they figure out how to make our lives worse by pandering to us, by making it seem like, hey, we're doing this just for your own benefit and for your own good. Shut up. No, you're not. You're doing it for yourself. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, you've got the guy that owns, you know, the random shop that was burned to the ground. That is a sacred place. Absolutely. That is a sacred, sacred place. Yeah. His family will go, you know, they won't be able to eat, they won't be able to take care of themselves because that was just burnt to the ground. That is a sacred place. And again, that's someone who has nothing to, to do, do with, with all of these people's yeah. problems. Mm -hmm. Yet we're supposed to completely ignore the fact and that And that's their the one difference between this whole scenario yep. Yep. and what happened last year. I can at least, it's not that I, did, I told them to do that, obviously, right. but at least they went to the aggressive. Right. Y'all didn't do that. Y'all went to the people that had nothing to do with it, and you're completely right. Those people are the fabric of what the country. I hate when people conflate, unfortunately, America with the government. No, the country is separate from them. Those quacks, those criminals are exactly that. If there is to be a sacred place, it's to those individual business owners who keep things churning. That's a very sacred place, but they act like that's nothing. You had, including Congress folk, Oh, well, they are. They have insurance or acting as if it wasn't a big deal that people would just have everything taken from them. And whether they had the proper insurance to even pay for that is another thing. Because certain forms of insurance, business insurance, when it comes to buildings, you might not even that's not riots and such aren't even covered. Yeah. So they said that. And they allow folks to just go in there, blow it all up. And it, again, time and time again, made excuses for it. And God forbid people went up in their little, they say it's sacred. It's not. But where they do all their criminal activities, oh, now it's a problem. Yeah, the, the, last word on the, this. So this is, this is what they think about you. When they were in that same room, mm -hmm. uh, when Joe Biden addressed the country, you know, in his joint address to Congress, which had like five people in the room. Um, but he was like, I do, if you guys remember this, he was like, um, you know, the country is back on track. We're rolling in the right direction. And it's all because of you. you. Yeah. It's all because of you. Yep. 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> Those people that were in there were the ones that got rid of what was it? 10 million jobs that we're still we still don't have. Mm -hmm. It was their fault. Mm -hmm. It was not the fault of them. It was the, it, the what and actually then, and got then play, us. And then play politics with the money instead of releasing it to the people whose jobs that they shut down. Oh my gosh. They yeah. play politics with it and let it kind of hang out. Unbelievable. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So just to kind of wrap this this particular topic up, uh, President Biden is opposing creating a January 6th presidential commission. Now this comes after, uh, as we reported on the show, they, uh, Congress, it, it did not, it kind of fell flat. So Congress uh, was not going to establish its own committee and everyone said, well, why doesn't President Biden, if this is so important to the left, to this administration, why doesn't the president just appoint his own commission? Because he has the power to launch his own independent investigation. Uh, and uh, <laughs> President Biden, through White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, said uh, Congress was attacked on that day. And President Biden firmly agrees with Speaker Pelosi that Congress itself has a unique role and ability to carry out that investigation. Because of that, the president doesn't plan to appoint his own commission. Uh, and then, of course, goes on. On to say it was an unprecedented assault on our democracy oh and he believes God. they deserve a full <laughs> and independent investigation to determine what transpired and ensure it can never happen again it's interesting because we keep seeing the white house oh he doesn't have the the role to do that we fully believe in all of these the separation of powers and you know the the judicial branch doing their due diligence the legislative branch doing what they're supposed to do the presidential executive branch doing what they're supposed to do all of a sudden they believe believe in all of these unique roles, all of a sudden they believe in, let's say, the private sector whenever we're talking about, oh, well, we can't get involved when the private sector gets hacked. That's a private sector deal. Now, all of a sudden, when they don't want to actually do something, uh, you know, actually like follow through, carry through on the promises that they have made to the American people. All of a sudden, uh, Joe Biden just I mean, it's that's a unique role of Congress. He I mean, Good luck to you guys, Congress. Uh, last word on this particular topic, gentlemen. I mean, this is actually how government is supposed to work, really, on these on these of cases. Of course, but wouldn't it be it, nice if they uh, did that always? Yeah. Right. All for, of a sudden, when it's sure. inconvenient, they're like, oh, well, it's capitalism and separation <laughs> of powers and all of that. We right. love all that. Well, I mean, Congress really needs to take more of an active role in carrying out their own business. It was like when Trump uh, got rid of DACA. Um, people freaked out, but he was like, look, I'm just doing it so Congress can pass a bill so that they can actually do their job. On cases like this, you got Pelosi, which I don't think believes in the separation. She believes in just taking the authoritarian yeah. role every single time. They couldn't get it done, which right. they can't get anything done anyway. Right. So they went crying to dad to say, hey, just get this done for us. Um, that really needs to get rolled back. It's yeah. actually getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, executive action, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, they need to put a stop to it. It, it is kind of interesting, though. I, I don't think that they're going to let Biden go on this. Um, I think that they've got a list, and they're just checking off all the times when he doesn't do exactly yep. what they want to do. Yep. Um, we'll see how long it takes before all of a sudden they declare him just a little bit too loopy to continue mm -hmm. the show. Eating their own, Eric. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, this just really points to that there is sort of a, a conflict there, maybe not to the degree that I would like to think, or I'd rather it be there, that they were always in conflict between Biden and the Democratic uh, Congress folk, um, if you will. Now, <laughs> hilariously, when it comes to this committee, or rather commission, um, and, and what it is that they are really stretching this whole January yeah. 16th, the bottom line is that it's not what they initially pretended that it was. Yeah. 
Uh, Biden and the people that advise him, I think, aren't as aren't that crazy. They know that they're totally certainly aware of that because this would lead to absolutely nothing. And maybe it even uncovers some uh, more criminal things mm-hmm. that have been done along the line. So he's like, I ain't I'm not even touching that's that. What I that's to that's y'all, and I, I honestly believe that And he's like, I ain't touching that. Yep. That is y'all business. Y'all gonna have to do whatever it is that y'all want to do. But I, I, I'm about it. I was watching MSNBC. I wasn't actually watching it. It was more <laughs> of a clip that was sent to me. And Joy Reid was talking to some. Uh, person uh, about this whole ordeal and he was like this was the most dangerous thing or rather this is the most important thing that we should be dealing with since uh, in the last 150 years obviously referencing uh, the Civil War and that was just crazy for me to just think that they are sitting here not only telling that to their audience but they're hyping themselves up to actually try to believe like that's what actually happened but they need that instance to be as bad as what it was which is why they're still clinging on to these lies yeah Yeah. it's really sad uh all right we've got more to come first we want to thank our sponsor taser so taser is on a mission to help you protect yourself and your loved ones uh when taser founder rick smith was in high school two of his friends were shot and killed because of an argument. Uh, Rick was devastated, but it inspired him to start Taser that is dedicated to protecting people when they need protection. So uh, they have self-protection devices that are small and lightweight enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment, in your purse. They are powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. Now, here's the deal. Um, There are a lot of you, I think, that are watching from different places of the country where you may not have access to be able to go and get a weapon, California, New York. And uh, uh, by the way, in case you haven't noticed, violent crime is rising in a lot of major metropolitan cities. You need a way to protect yourself. All right. You got to use taser. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds. That allows you time to escape and you can send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. They've got a bunch of different features, laser assisted targeting, uh, and it's going to make sure to get someone to respond to your location. Location. Quickly, more than 237,000 lives have been saved with the Taser network of devices. You got to go there. You can go to taser.com, uh, use promo code Y, and uh, you can get 15% off with promo code Y at taser.com. Makes a great Father's Day present if you don't already have one. T A S E R.com, promo code Y. Facebook has extended former President Donald Trump's suspension from their platform. Now, of course, this includes Facebook and Instagram. They said it's for two years and they will only reinstate him if the risk to public safety has receded. Uh, NPR tweeted out, Justin, Facebook says former President Trump will be suspended from its platform and Instagram at least until at least until January 7th. 2023. Uh, it's just a coincidence of like things that are going on in, you know, 2022, maybe the end of 2022, uh, that they may not want him involved in. President Trump released a statement for this. Of course, he said Facebook's ruling is an insult to the record setting 75 million people, plus many others who voted for us in the 2020 rigged presidential election. They shouldn't be allowed to get away with the censoring and silencing. And ultimately, we will win. Our country can't take this abuse 
anymore. Uh, Facebook said that they were going to evaluate external factors, including instances of violence, restrictions on peaceful assembly and other markers of civil unrest. And if they determine there is still a serious risk to public safety, they will extend the restriction for a set period of time and continue to reevaluate until that risk has receded. Again, just the timing is very, very interesting. Well, there's not like an election no, around that time, no. right? At, oh, at the end of 2022, uh, oh, oh, you, and midterms? you think? Is midterms? Huh. I'm wow. sure that's no, just a coincidence. No. Nothing Total to see here. Oh my gosh, man. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. It's obvious. I, two years? Yeah. Like, why? Like, wh- wh- that's such an arbitrary, like, time if, if you're. January 7th, 2023. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah. So dumb. They are so terrified. Uh, I guess rightly so, because I do think that. You know, if things continue the way they're going, like everything that brought that brought the country Donald Trump, mm-hmm. it's like you would think that it's funny, like progressives, the way they operate, it's so hilarious. Like, you know, like um, the war on poverty, uh, Obamacare, things like that. They don't have this reflection and say, you know what, it, it just didn't work out. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll go in a different direction. No, to them, it's double, double down, down on those like insane Horrible, policies. Yeah. That's what they've been doing yeah. over the past. We haven't even, we're not even a year into this, and that's what they're doing. <laughs> so just think, you know, coming around towards the midterms, anyone that might have jumped ship just because they didn't like mean tweets, they're probably going to jump ship again. Yep. So I personally think you'll see a sea change during the midterms. Now add in Donald Trump. <sighs> to jump on board with that yeah. and to become like the big cheerleader and then ride, you know, a big victory right into the next election. Yeah, they are terrified of that. Absolutely terrified. I think that two years will turn probably into indefinite again. Mm. Uh, they don't want him anywhere near having a voice. Yeah, Eric. It goes back to the previous segment that we had and and how these guys just gaslight. Yeah. And to hear them and their excuses, I would much rather... Them just threat to public safety. I would much rather just just say what it is and give us your position. Yeah. You are yeah. playing politics. Okay, bet. Because we know it. We, we point, know right? that nobody's completely oblivious to this this idea. Because you're bringing up some conjure that like this. I guess this is guys in MAGA hats just going around assaulting random people all the time. Like, that's not what we're doing. Oh, no, wait. But, it was the red hats who got the crap beat out of them in the streets. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it's not like by any means any movements that are sometimes tied to a certain organization that have been going around <laughs> uh, doing things bad, objectively bad things to other people. No. It's not like that happens more often uh, <laughs> or anything. like. It's not like even in Minneapolis, like last huh. night, I don't know. Yeah. There were some things maybe going going on uh, in, in the streets. That doesn't happen. And that's not at all a threat to public safety, mm-hmm. whatever that is. I just wish these guys would just come out and just say it. I think everybody could then obviously act accordingly. Would people maybe want to continue to be on Facebook or how they act? I don't know. But just be honest. Don't sit up here and try to just gaslight, act like, okay, I don't see what it is that's going on in the real world, which is what they continue to do. And they are banking on the American public and the American people that they're going to just take them for their word. And this is why, I mean, hell, the whole COVID situation showed everybody that, that if they can scare you into believing what your what is like to the contrary of what you actually see and they get away with it. I mean, it's certain 
forms of information has to be funneled through proper channels. And then that's when the American people are like, oh, it happened. Oh, it didn't happen. Oh, my, my regular life isn't as bad as what the, the people on the TV say, but they say it's bad. So it must be really, really bad. This is all this is, is gaslighting. I just want them to be 100 with it. I, I think they will, actually, eventually. I really they do think they have to. And I, 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 it always reminds me of some words that Steve Bannon said um, after he was ousted out of the administration. He said that we're, what we're building towards kind of hinting that he was helping this along um, was a pretty much a war, a figurative war between right wing populism and left wing populism. You already see there is no center anymore. It's just going to the extremes. That's mm-hmm. where they're pushing mm-hmm. everyone. So eventually, like you said, we all know that big tech, the mainstream media, we already know that they're biased, that they're, they have a left wing bias. Eventually, they're just going to come out and say it. Look, hey, w- yeah, we are a private company. That's the, our values. And that's what we're going to promote. And anyone else that doesn't agree with that, we're kicking them off our off. And of I would our, rather them just say that that way people we, we can stop even having these conversations and everybody can start acting accordingly. Maybe there is going to be a situation where there's like you get these. I don't want to say maybe adjacent, but you're going to get these alternatives to these things that people. OK, you drew the line in the sand. We tried to. And back then, there, it was a beautiful thing when we all could just no matter where we were at on the political spectrum, be at a place where we can have these sort of conversations. You don't want to have that anymore. OK, bet. Alternatives need to be created, and that's not just in the political uh, in the political sphere, or like in the direct political sphere. So, where you're dealing with politics, that can be in anything. We talk about this all the time over on my side with like comic books, and you're seeing all these alternatives that are starting to be created because they're drawing their line in the sand. The Marvels in the DCs, they're drawing, they have a, a, a bias that is obviously there, but I'm just using that as an example. I just wish these companies would be 100 with it instead of acting as if, okay, these people are objectively, there's no way shape or form that they could be the bad guys no it's you that are the bad guys just no just up and say okay these are our politics these are our social political positions you don't have them therefore we don't want you there okay bet let's take our money elsewhere and all these sorts of yeah. sorts of things which is why i think that if anything for those of you that aren't leftists if anything decentralization should be the key to strip these guys of any sort of power that they have because unfortunately when it comes to like the amazons of the world they get money by way of contracts directly from the government, meaning your taxpayer dollars are paying for it. No, it's not always in the form of a subsidy or a grant or even a loan. It's more so, okay, there's this government contract. Where you think the money's coming from? You think the government's just a producer and they just, oh, we're reaching our own pocket. No, they're reaching yours. And that's how a lot of them get paid. And this is one, once that happens and that line in the sand gets drawn, well, you start to see everybody else start to decide where exactly they're going to go. Yeah. Uh, All right. We've got more to come, including uh, more on Fauci's emails. You're not going to want to miss this one. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So funny story. Um, They I I guess I could say now because Stu, I I think, said it on his show. So I'm going to say it on mine. So we got some preview Built Bar flavors and we got a grasshopper cookie one. And it's first of all. It's freaking amazing. Uh, but second of all, my son, I was showing him when I got home, and he was like, does it have grasshoppers in it? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 no. It's just a, it's the name of another cookie that's like, you know, it's green, so they call it grasshopper, but it's kind of a minty 
cookie flavor. Um, so it's amazing. And when it comes out, I highly suggest that you go to Built Bar's website and get it immediately because I can almost guarantee you they will sell out of this flavor. But those of you who are not on the Built Bar train yet, uh, it's a protein bar, but uh, it tastes like a candy bar. It's all covered in 100% chocolate, summer white chocolate, summer regular chocolate. You're going to love it. It's going to feel like you're cheating on your diet, but you're actually eating something that is good for you, high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories and carbs. You've got to try it. You can go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order only at B-U-I-L-T-BuiltBar.com. Promo code NEWS15. More fallout on Dr. Anthony Fauci's email dump as uh, they continue to drop more and more emails. Now, I want to get into a couple different parts of this particular topic. Uh, number one, that uh, USA Today and some other organizations are rating. I know there are some of you who on Facebook, you shared a meme that I Two shared on Twitter that was like, uh, you know, a little girl like drink, just like sipping her drink, like told you so. And it says me after all of the Fauci emails leaked, you know, prove that I was right to all of my friends whenever they told me that I was wrong. And um, apparently people are getting flagged on Facebook for this. They're getting deplatformed. They're getting, uh, you know, strikes and, and what have you, because this is actually a false claim. The meme is a false claim. USA Today says uh, critics have inaccurately characterized these emails as leaked evidence of various pandemic conspiracies. Uh, they were not leaked Okay, these were actually obtained through the FOIA requests. So your meme is inaccurate, and That's you're going to get, yes, you're going to get deplatformed <laughs> because these were not leaked. Okay, they were released. You conspiracy theorists, you. Uh, Fauci continues to be pressed by the mainstream media. This is, of course, after the pre-sale for his book was uh, mysteriously gone from Barnes & Noble and Amazon, even though his publisher said nothing to see here. We, we, just, we just did it too soon. That's all that there is to it. But here is Dr. Fauci uh, actually being asked semi-journalistic questions from CNN Watch. There was an email on April 16th, an email exchange between you and NIH Director Francis Collins. The email sent to you said conspiracy theory gains momentum. And this, again, was the idea of the lab leak. Those emails, though, as you can see on the screen or I can see on the screen, was all redacted between you and Francis Collins. Yeah. Do you happen to remember? It, it, you know, do you remember? John, what was the email? <laughs> John <laughs> they only took about 10,000 emails from me. Of course, I remember. I remember all 10,000 of them. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> so, but, but to be clear, you're saying you don't remember. Oh. You can't tell us what, what was in no, the body of that exchange. I, I don't remember what's in that redacted. But, there, I mean, the idea, I think, is quite far-fetched that the Chinese deliberately engineered something so that they could kill themselves as well as other people. Uh, I, I think that's a bit far out, John. That's not the oh. allegation. Oh, well, that's uh, not the allegation. No. And even if it was, and even <laughs> the Chinese government has historically done exactly yes. that, especially I don't think people understand definitely when it comes to communism, why the body count is in the, I don't know, almost a quarter of a billion people in the last mm -hmm. century. Mm -hmm. Who do you think has the bulk of that deaths? It's 
Mr. Mao and, 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 and the great Lee Ford and all of that. That's exactly what it was. It was the Chinese government killing their own people. Don't act like they're so far-fetched. What do you mean? They do it now? Yeah. And they've done it in the past. What is he talking There's about? There's concentration got- camps right now. And, and, yes, <laughs> and if they're not killing them, they're sterilizing them. So I don't think that they have any problem with killing their own people. But, but, but that there, and, and if, they, if, if CNN was really doing journalistic things, they would have called him out when he said, when he made that point. Because he was trying to do something fantastical, you know, to try mm-hmm. to make it seem ridiculous. But that's not the allegation here. The allegation is it leaked from a lab. Not that they purposely released it. And these are the little word games and the little things that they're going to try to do to distract you away from everything. Yeah. Um, it's like when we, when we when, originally when we first started talking about that, uh, this what a year ago or whatever we were they were trying to say look it's like we've analyzed the thing um it, this is not engineered well in the beginning we weren't even saying that although right. there's evidence now that it is engineered right, right but we were saying look no we're just saying that we there's evidence that they were studying these uh, viruses including taking bats yeah. into this area to, to look at them and to study them geographically it just makes sense that it would have leaked from this it's lab. It's common sense. <laughs> yeah. It's This is stupid. They yeah. were studying it 400 yards away from where they say the epicenter is. Right. Okay. Yeah. None of the animals in that in, in the meat in that little meat market thing had the virus. Yeah. This is common sense. Yeah. We can talk about it and ask questions. It's It really is. It's incredible. Uh, how, but, I mean, okay, but can we eat? Look. I'm not the person to want to give CNN credit for anything, but I did find it interesting. It feels a lot like the mainstream media has decided they're done with this guy because Fauci did try to. <laughs> yes, they, of course was, I remember. <laughs> yeah, he was expecting him to start giggling yes. with him again, and they would have. And he they, was they, like, yeah. they would have. He's like, no. So uh, wait a minute. I don't. Yeah. All that giggling doesn't matter to me. All, can you please answer the question? It was surprising to see, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Oh, because, okay. Uh, before that wasn't how they treated Fauci, so we, we may see a Bill Gates situation as well, uh-huh. like that where they start throwing them under the bus and that'll be very interesting but a lot of what came out of these whether you call it a a, a leak or not that's playing semantics and that's that's nonsense it's not even important the 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 i guess the important thing is that we now know that these emails obviously they're here they're legitimate and there's a lot of information that seems to conflict (laughs) with not not only his positions but certainly some of the things that they demonized other people for Mm -hmm. including this conspiracy that it was sort of you know it was leaked out of out of a chinese lab which of course that that makes all the sense in the world and even the biden administration has had to concede that okay we can't even rule that out uh, anymore now it's funny facebook talks about bans and whatnot i wonder if they're going to lift the bans that they were giving to people who were discussing that uh, theory when definitely Trump said it back in April that that was what had initially happened. And they would say, well, there's no evidence uh, that they happened or not even that. It was more that it was it, con- it was conclusive that their experts said that it did not happen. And Fauci seems to have taken the opposite position, which is what he's done done best at where it's like, OK, maybe it, it was, maybe it wasn't. Which one is it? But we now know that that information was given to him. And there was some sort of at minimum, like a credible threat, if you will, that that was something that had to been taken serious. They couldn't just write all of that off. But he did that as well with the with the mask thing. Or I'm supposed to be 
This is a guy, this uber expert that we're all supposed to listen to, which out of nowhere, he's been knowing this stuff for 80 years as it pertains to how viruses and respiratory illnesses. I was watching a video, American people, you should go check it out. February 2020, <laughs> Fauci, he had came out and he had said that uh, when it came to asymptomatic spreading, that was almost non-existent for these types of illnesses. Now, again, that along with the mass thing, these are things that not only get confirmed when we see, his, you know, not only his emails, but seeing old videos where he just switched those positions out, out of nowhere. And that goes to show that these people don't care about what the actual science is. It's more of who's saying it. That's what makes it true. And that's anti-science. I like the point, though, of, that you make of how he... he he almost looks like at the end of that when he didn't Google uh, giggle with him, yeah. you know, and yeah. just kind of stared at him. Like, oh, the panic that was set in, oh, in yeah, him because sure. because the media, remember I told you on Wednesday that if there was 10,000 emails in that, th I would say probably 80 percent were media requests, mm -hmm. sometimes him personally responding to mm -hmm. them. But the media requests always opening up with you're so great. You're doing so much. What are you doing? You're supposed yeah. to be asking questions, not complimenting this man. One of them was so bad. One of the emails, it was from a head guy at The Atlantic, I think it was, that was saying how they personally set up after, a, a, a you know, compliment him, complimenting him mm -hmm. and uh, shining him on, saying that they had set up a Fauci thirst section so that people could go and see how just how, you know, thirsty, I guess. Uh, what? I'm dead serious. He even responds to it. And he even, and that even freaked Fauci out. He goes, wow, this is the guy at the Atlantic? And I think uh, he said geez or something uh, like that. That's how the media treated him this entire time. Yeah. Okay, well, he wasn't freaked out with all of it because we do have one email from the second email dump from, uh, he is, so his acting director, I'm sorry, yeah, associate deputy director of NIH uh, was talking about the movie. That, that he will have to pick who plays who plays him in it. She says, now you oh, also yeah. have to answer to who would play you in a movie with a smiley face. And he responds, you could play the role of in the movie of my medical school girlfriend, which would give you the possibility of working with Brad Pitt with another smiley face emoji. So all oh, giggles and gosh, smiles man. from the man who was supposedly handling uh, what we are told was the country's biggest crisis ever. I mean, aside from January 6th, <laughs> of course. They're competing uh, with yeah. each yes, other. Yes, of course. Uh, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Kitty Poo Club. So this is for you cat people out there like me. If you are a cat person, uh, let's be honest, it's not like really fun cleaning the cat's litter box. We always try to like pawn it off to the other person in the house, in my house. We're like, I think it's your turn to scoop the litter box because it's, it's gross, okay? But it's worth it because we love our cats. Well, Kitty Poo Club is going to take care of the more unpleasant parts of cat ownership. Uh, they are going to send you not only a litter box that is recyclable, it's a cardboard litter box that is recyclable, it is it traps the odor in there. Um, they're also going to send you the litter itself with it. So you've got all of it. It's affordable, high quality, recyclable box and it's pre-filled with that litter. Um, and then when the month is up, you just dump it out and recycle a box and they're gonna ship you a new one. You don't have to change the used litter. You don't have to go outside and like hose off the litter box to make sure that it doesn't stink. It's super easy. Uh, you can also customize based on how many cats you have. They've got four different types of litter. It really works. It works for our house. It makes it so much easier. It can make it easier for you as well. 
By the way, it's a no-risk satisfaction guarantee. You can easily customize or cancel anytime. Right now, they're offering you 20% off of your first order, plus a free dome, free scoop, and free shipping when you set up AutoShip. You can go to kittypooclub.com slash Y. It is K-I-T-T-Y pooclub.com slash Y to get 20% off of your first order. Jason is laughing, but you know what? <laughs> I have something to tell you guys. Everybody poops, okay? Kittypooclub.com slash Y. A New York Times writer called uh, Americans selfish pigs in comparison to average Chinese citizens, speaking of China, uh, who behaved heroically amid the pandemic. This is a former veteran writer for the New York Times, the NYT. And um, this was in an email to Anthony Fauci in February 2020, uh, as the coronavirus pandemic was just beginning to become uh, an international news story. So, uh, by the way, this is he was fired from The Times, but he worked for the paper for more than four decades. He wrote to Anthony Fauci and said, uh, let's see, I was just watching the HHS briefing online and thinking about an article I read this morning and Bruce Aylward's description of what he saw in China and a lot of videos I've watched on the South China Morning Post website. They're doing great coverage, he puts in parentheses. Uh, And then he says, you know, China, they behaved incredibly heroically in the face of the virus. 25,000 doctors and nurses went into Wuhan to help, knowing they might die. Uh, And by the way, meanwhile in America, people tend to act like selfish pigs interested only in saving themselves. How can I hoard a mask? Where's my vaccine? This morning, I read an appalling article from Alabama, uh, and uh, he just says this this behavior is unacceptable from uh, from Americans. It's interesting. I don't think it matters much. And I know we only have a couple minutes left. I don't think it matters much from this NYT for, you know, it's like, okay, he wrote for the New York Times. Now he doesn't anymore. But I do think it is indicative of this greater push that we have seen during the pandemic that I think will linger on, which is to call Americans who want to prolong uh, their freedom, who want to make sure that they don't see their freedoms go away, to call them selfish, and they want to condition you to think that, oh, well, just engaging in your own personal freedoms that you have because you're an American is, in fact, selfish. Uh, your thoughts on this, gentlemen? Be thankful in this country you have the opportunity and the right to be a selfish pig. Yeah. I can be an absolute jerk if I want to. I can be racist if I want to. Want to. Yeah. As long as I'm not, you know, being violent. I can be a racist pig if I want to be. Uh, they're trying to say you can't be, but there is a First Amendment uh, right that grants you that if you want to be a jerk. Um, over there, they don't have the opportunity to do that. Uh, if they were, if they look so, you know, virtuous over there, they didn't have the, uh, uh, a nurse did not have the uh, opportunity to say, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm not coming into work today because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm scared. Well, too bad. There's going to be men with guns at your mm-hmm. door that force you right. into work that it day. It was so heroic to drag people kicking and screaming out of their apartment buildings. They were locking doors mm-hmm. to keep some people inside their homes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is what they want, right? This is what they want the government to be able to have more power to tell you specifically, oh, you don't like it? Shut up. Do this. That's what they want. That's what these people want. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. what they've always wanted. They want to uh, more so, so state socialistic, state communistic, um, anti-individualism approach to certain things. So you're right in what it is that you say. Like every individual has obviously the right to do whatever it is that they want. And if that is be what you deem as selfish, 
That's absolutely well within their right. And this is what the beauty of, you know, capitalism, for example, what in terms of what I advocate from an economic standpoint is that if you want to be the most charitable, caring individual that goes on the front lines to do whatever it is, that's absolutely within your right too. And there's nobody that is on the liberty side of liberty, libertarianism or what have you, that's going to be like, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. No, of course you absolutely have the right. The problem with these weirdos is that they act as if we should not have that right to be able to be exactly what it is that we are and that's individual yeah uh all right we have got to take a break we'll be back in a minute remember it used to be a term of endearment for new yorkers you know, the- just a fun little note before we have to go uh the ratings are in and they are bad news for cnn uh they lost nearly one out of every four of its total viewers since last month which means they are going to just really desperate measures here to try to uh, get someone to watch. Here is actually, who is this? Brianna Kilar? Uh, they're, they're eating bugs, people. They're, they're eating bugs. Watch this. Well, and my husband is like not going to kiss me for a week. <laughs> Oh, uh, just I a got week? no problem with kissing your husband, so don't you worry. Great, I'll let him yeah. <laughs> If he doesn't mind cicada breath. Are you ready? Cheers. Actually, I'm yeah. less scared of this. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh the crunch. Crunch. Mm. too crunchy. Is a wing hanging out of my oh. mouth? It's literally in there. <laughs> it's not a wing. It's a it's a leg. Oh, it's a leg. that's that's embarrassing. So, it's <laughs> so embarrassing. So I just Sucks wanted to factor now. Just like here at Blaze TV, we just have grasshopper cookie built bars. Okay, we just, we like we just like to eat chocolate over here. Over at CNN, they're uh, so desperate to get people to watch them. They're like, "Well, I'll eat bugs. We'll eat. I'll eat bugs. It's fine. Jesus. I'll just eat bugs if you guys would just tune in. I'd like to keep my job. Give me the cicadas. I'll eat them." It's unbelievable, unbelievable, which is so funny because they did it to themselves whenever they said, we got to get Donald Trump out of office. Donald Trump was the only reason anyone was watching <laughs> your station. <laughs> and now you done screwed yourself, people. You know, you know what they need to do? They don't need to do this. Yeah. Like what, what they should do is like, so my wife is Mexican and she watches all the uh, Latin uh, um, news programs yeah, yeah. and the outfits that the uh, fine young ladies wear. That's what you need to model. Oh my gosh. I don't even go. understand Here it. I'll watch go. it. I'll watch it for 12 hours straight on a Saturday with oh her. Oh my gosh. I'm like, babe, what are they saying? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't care. I'm I don't watching care. it. I don't CNN, care. Do it. Okay, but don't, no, yeah, but don't watch that program, guys. Still continue to watch my program. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> you can wear those as well. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.